Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. And if you're looking at my face, you know what time it is. It's time to put your game face on. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. I'm here with my, my co-host here, Matt Nunn, the wiser wise, and we do this every week. But as you know, Mac, before I get started, I got to go to the questions. So and if you're trying to figure out a type of design for that new apron that you bought, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out a type of way to get your azaleas to bloom better, you're on the wrong podcast. However, if you're trying to get insight into San Francisco Bay Area sports, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get insight on sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. As I said before, I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He is Matt None the Wiser Wise. Matt, what do we got? Yeah, buddy, we got uh, the Stanford women brought a ship, a championship to the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Tara Vanderveer. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors are on a, a little bit of a slide here. Um, baseball season is in full swing. Uh, Giants opening day, A's opening day weekend. Uh, there's a lot going on as always. I am, you can see my smile. I can't contain it. I am, <laughs> I am so excited. Yeah, it's funny. Check me out though. All right. Hey, uh, at you. Okay. Six man club. Six man club. That's old school. Uh, yeah, still have it. So, but yeah, I, I was telling you, we were talking about this, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think. And even last month, uh, you know, I've been watching Tara Vanderveer for years. Um, really, just when it comes to, you know, Bay Area, you know, coaching, just coaching excellence. You know, what she did for the Stanford Cardinal this year is amazing. You know, they brought a championship back to Palo Alto. Actually, I should say Stanford because people don't know this, but the Stanford Cardinal is its own city. It's an island unto itself. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, if you, like, if you were to mail... If you, if somebody like if you had a, a a family member or a friend that was living on Stanford campus, you couldn't you couldn't mail it and say Palo Alto, California. You have to say Stanford, California. They have right. their they have their own mayor, their own fire department, their own police department. I was like, wow. The first time I found that out, I was like, wow. So so they so so they get that done. The Cardinal gets it done. Two huge nail biter of a games, you know, between Arizona and South Carolina, both one point winners. I mean. You, you couldn't have done this in better fashion. You could, you couldn't have. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a beautiful thing and, and shout out to, to the lady Cardinals, Tara Vanderveer again. I mean, I, I watched, I, I caught, I caught the end of the game. Uh, and, and just that, that last play where, where they're trying, Arizona's trying to get a shot in and there was four Stanford defenders around around the point guard trying to make the shot and she and she just had to throw it up i mean it was a hope and a prayer and i was hoping and praying that it wasn't <laughs> his fault. Uh, and yeah. i'm so so glad it didn't uh shout out i mean arizona great season um you know i mean you can't knock their accomplishments and it was a great game uh and it was something great to watch so actually probably going to be a better game than the men's uh national championship game which is going on right now so uh, the women's national championship to me it was a, a better game this year. 
Yeah. Um, I also think that when you look at uh, the sophomore Haley for Stanford Cardinal, she got the MVP, rightly so. She's been playing very well throughout the season, and particularly in post in post time. Um, and, and, and you know that, but you just kind of think about everything that they had to go through. The team had to go through. I mean, first of all, they had to deal with they had to deal with COVID, which I know every other team did. But the way they handled themselves during COVID was amazing in its own right. Okay, they kept themselves clear of COVID. No one got got COVID this season. Okay, which is amazing. Okay, because everybody was just if you're on a sports team, at some point one or two players was getting it. No one on their team got it. Uh, what what else was 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 very uh, dignified was that, um, and I can't think of the girl's name, one of the players, she was saying how they had a situation where they were supposed to uh, uh, stay within quarantine for five days. They stayed in quarantine for four days, and they finally went out and, and went out and actually played a pickup game. And Tara Vanderveer really, really got upset at them about that. She felt very disappointed. It felt like these, they had let her down. And after that, they were just like, okay, look, guys, we blew it, okay? They're like, and the, the one girl was saying, okay, we need to go out here and play like, like we've never played before and bring home a national title. And that's exactly what they did. And they did. And they did. Um, and 29 years since the last one, uh, that was that was a big number they were throwing out at the end of the game. 29 years since the last one, which was in 1992. Wow. Uh, I believe it was. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, shout out to the Stanford Cardinals because – to me, when I think of college basketball and I think of the excellence in college basketball, I think of a Stanford basketball program, um, whether it's men's or ladies, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you, you consider the fact that Tar Vanderveer as, 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 as a head coach has put together some very, very, you know, uh, just in my opinion, competitive uh, campaigns throughout the years. You know, there was, they talk about the 29 years it took for him to get this third one, but one of the things they don't talk about is the fact that they have always had competitive teams. They've always either gotten to the, you know, the elite eight or the final four. And for whatever reason, they couldn't get over the hump, but they were always very competitive. And so that's the reason why you got to tip your hat to Tara Vanderveer because, you know, she, she's a, a, just a fighter, in my opinion, just continues to fight on, continues to, to uh, direct and teach these girls, you know, the game of basketball in a very unique way. And doing it the right way. And listen, my money next year on the Stanford Cardinals, Tara Vanderveer. And if I'm going to do that, Richard, I'm going to do it over on betonline.ag. Uh, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. The Masters is here. I, I don't know about you. I, I'm not a huge fan of, of – I'm a huge fan of golf, but I'm not a huge fan of watching golf on TV. <laughs> um, I think it's a little, little bit boring. But, uh, but the Masters are going on. And if you want to go put your money down, uh, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Hey, so there you have it, folks. I mean, if you think... You got what it takes to pick the winner. Hey, there you go. There, there's there's a ride you can take. Um, so we look at, you know, the Lady Cardinal and everything that they've been able to achieve this year. So hats off to them. Um, we're going to get into some Warriors, and I know this is kind of just this is kind of you know depressing, 
Well, well we before gotta- we get it, before we get into Warriors, let's talk about let's talk about a dude that's being projected to fall to the Warriors for next year in the draft, and that's a player out of Gonzaga, Suggs, uh, who the other night against UCLA, the number eleventh ranked UCLA, number one Gonzaga played one another, and Gonzaga hit a game winning shot at the end, and it was Suggs that hit the shot, um, and it was I mean it was an epic game, but. But that shot was, I mean, it was beautiful because UCLA took the, the lead with, with uh-huh. like three or four seconds left. He dribbled down, hit it from, you know, dang near half court, banked it and in. That was amazing. And and that and that player's amazing. And I would be excited to see because the Warriors actually, you're right, haven't been playing well. Looks like they're probably going to have a, a decent draft pick next year, the way things are going. And, and there's a guy that may fall to you that, that looks pretty solid. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's hoping and wishing, and then there's what is, okay? I, I think what's happening is there is definitely some dissension in the locker room. Um, it came out a couple of days ago that uh, Kelly Oubre, they spoke to him about the possibility of him coming off the bench. And he basically stated in so many words that he's not a come off the bench person. You know, he, he basically feels that he should be starting. And so now you got some of the guys on the team are not really liking his response because, you, you know, the, 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 the culture inside the Warriors locker room is this. Contribute where you can to help the team. That's their culture, okay? It's a culture they built over the last six seasons. It's been working. Um, they bring somebody in, you know, like, you know, uh, KD and KD's KD. We get that, you know, he can pretty much decide what he wants to do. Cause you know, he's going to give you 35 every night. So, but even he didn't like the whole, you know, contribute where you can type culture. So he jets, they get Ubre. Ubre's got certain skills, but we got to be honest. He's not Clay Thompson. So if, when Clay does come back, that's what they want to do. They probably want to bring Uber off the bench. Now, he may have talked himself out of a possible spot on the team, okay? Because if he says yes to that, he may even get paid a bigger contract. But the problem is, you 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 coming off and saying, "Oh, well, you know, I'm not a come off the come off the uh, bench guy." It's like, okay, you don't sound like you want to contribute. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors team is definitely a team of built around being a team right Mm -hmm. um and and everyone playing their roles and everyone having their you know their spots and what they do and what they do best and then it's all centered around their their stars um and 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 it's not really a team built around guys to have a huge ego um you know it's it's a pretty humble team and and you know what everybody gets their shine they share the rock uh you know so it's not a team that and at this point, you really just don't want a lot of disruptions. Um, and hopefully that's what it doesn't become is a, is a disruption. Um, and that, you know, they can kind of hold it together. I could see Kelly Oubre's point of it. You know, this is a this is year where he wants to prove himself, where he wants to, you know, put up points and, and show, have a good showing for himself as he's going to get a contract next year. So, um, you know, he's playing for, for money. So... I don't, it's tough, man. But, you know, the Warriors this year has been, it's been tough. Uh, and it's, and it's not, I don't see it getting, getting much easier. 
uh, the, as they're going to give more and more playing times to some of the younger players uh, to see kind of what they got actually going into next year. Well, I think the other thing that the Warrior fan base probably does not understand about the game of basketball, especially in the NBA, is that what's happening right now in Golden State is supposed to happen. It is. I'm sorry. If you guys thought that we've been spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. We've been spoiled. And, you know, we got three championships in five years, five times we've been to the finals. I mean, that's that, that is, in my opinion, you know, more than what we could have bargained for from this franchise, seeing as their history is concerned. But I'm saying when you have, you know, you know, David West, uh, uh, Andre Iguodala, uh, you know, Kevin Durant and, and I, the other guy, I can't think of his name right now. But see, those um, were all role players. Those were all they, guys that were coming in that, that and, weren't coming in to be the stars. Right. You know? But they were all contributing. See, right. And, but, and I'm saying, but when you have those types of caliber of players that are all thinking the same thing, yes, your team is going to gel. That's what happened. Now, the problem is most, all those guys are gone. So what do you have now? You have a bunch of young guys. Okay with a few veterans and the veterans are trying to get the young guys on track saying, Hey, look, this is what we need. This is the direction we should go. And the young guys are trying to figure this out. You know, you have, you have, you know, Wiseman who's totally new, you know, he's, he's like a, he's like a, a, a baby in diapers right now in the NBA. Okay? He's, he's trying to figure this whole thing out and he's playing against some of the most perennial players that have been in the league. I mean, come on, he's playing, was playing against you know Gobert. Gobert is is a top ten center. Okay, I mean, what do you expect? Did you expect him to just come in and just start shooting like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and you know uh, blocking shots like Wilton Steel Chamberlain? It's like no, come on. He's nineteen years old. He's only been what three games in college. Didn't have no 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 training camp. You know no no summer league. He didn't have anything. And, and, and the fan base is upset because the team is the where it where it is. It's like they're, they're, we want that instant gratification. Yeah, and and like you said, we've been spoiled. Um, and and credit to the to the franchise. Like it's not like okay, we've done our part. We've got three out of five years. We got our rings. We got our championships. You know, now we, we don't care. The, the, the franchise hasn't taken that position. You know, they still want to build on it. And I hope they become a franchise that's like the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs that is consistently uh, every year in the playoff picture. Um, and, and I think that's the direction that the Warriors want to go and, and the, the direction that they're going to continue to go. Um, and, and this year, this year just, this wasn't the year. You know, you had Clay going out right before the draft. You draft Wiseman, who doesn't have much college experience, to bring him in. So if he makes a, a big splash in the in the NBA, great. But you're not expecting it. I wasn't expecting him to go off and be a, a dominant force in year one. Um, I think he's been a a solid player. I think he's shown uh, glimpses of of what he can do and what he can become, and that's exciting. So uh, you know, I'm I'm just trying to look towards the future um and see what happens there okay so as you guys know as you watch our show when it comes to baseball none the wiser is the best he that's what he does so i, I i'm gonna I'm I'm sit back and let you take controls well i did i did watch quite a bit of baseball um this last weekend 
And and I was including, very wait, very wait a minute, including your own your own son's team, which you well coached. we did we did we uh, we did have a scrimmage on Saturday and mm-hmm. and absolutely we won so that's okay. always a good thing but it's a scrimmage we're just getting getting them out there getting a feel for the game um but but the majors I was blown away by by the Giants and the way they performed against the Mariners opening day weekend in that three game set granted they they only won one out of the three games but uh they should have won two out of the three they should have had the first game they blew it they gave it away the bullpen gave it away uh in the first uh opening night uh, but what I was excited to see, and don't you dare yawn, Richard, but what I was excited to see because Buster Posey went yard uh, yes, back he to did. that game. Yes, he did. And to see him back, and, and not only did he go yard, the expectation isn't for him to be a slugger this year. They have him down in the seven spot. So they got him down in a position where catchers normally hit, um, not up in the four or five slot, and, and he's down there raking. Um, so I am, I'm really excited. I'm excited to see what this season's going to hold. Um, again, it's going to be tough for them because they're in a tough division with the Padres and the Dodgers. And I think they play 48 games against both of those teams. And, and that's going to be tough, uh, for the giants on the other side of the Bay watching the Oakland A's, um, was sad, was hard, uh, because they, Houston, Houston just ran them out of town. Yeah, yeah, that um, was just. I, I heard about it, and I was like, "Wow, really?" I was like, the, "Man." The highlight, the highlight of the A's uh, this weekend was uh, was actually seeing one of the kids from Lily catch a foul ball and be on TV. Um, okay. That was the highlight of the A's uh, this weekend. So, but you know, we'll see what happens. It's a okay. long season. Yeah, you're very right. It is a long season. Um, but let me ask you: You saw Johnny Cueto this weekend what is what is his velocity looking like look like this year hey i mean he's not going to be up there high in velocity i think he's going to be you know low 90s maybe you know maybe mid mid 90s you know on a good day but he's gonna be low 90s but listen johnny cueto is um there's levels to pitching Mm -hmm. um there's guys that are just out there chucking the rock right right throwing that ball um and then there's guys that that know where to put the pitches that are setting up two pitches ahead. And that's a guy like Johnny Cueto. And with his funky delivery, um, with everything, I think he's going to be okay. I don't, you know, I don't think he's necessarily going to need the velocity. It is down though. Um, let's not be mistaken by that, but, but I think he's going to be okay. And he had a great outing. Um, so I can't be mad at, mad at, mad at Johnny Cueto at all. Okay. So on some, on to some national stuff. So apparently, Deshaun Watson has become Mr. Double Deuce. 22 women have filed lawsuits now. And we all know that, you know, the the talk around as far as, you know, where this guy was going to land was either Denver or San Francisco. And I basically was never on board with him coming to San Francisco because I just knew to even have him come here they were going to have to give up a lot. And I feel like giving up half a team for one guy, that's, that's always a bad, uh, just, just, it's just a bad concoction to drink. Okay. Not to mention, I, I don't know what team in the NFL wants to take this guy on right now. Who? Well, um, he could be playing with Paul Carew, uh, 
and the team, uh, the mean machine or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Soon. <laughs> it, you know, it may not be about what team he lands with. It may be about what facility he lands. I mean, it's just not looking good at all. Yeah. I mean, again, I know these are all civil cases, um, you know, but there's talks of, of all this information being sent to defend, uh, to prosecutors. So it, it's not pretty. I, my bet is like uh, Houston, Houston claimed this whole time he's not going anywhere. I think he's going to stay in Houston. And uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know if he's going to see the field. Uh, you know, my, I don't know, man. This whole thing is just crazy. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why you would throw away everything. I mean, you have everything and, and to throw it away. And, and now, I mean, listen, two months ago, we were talking about this guy being the most highly coveted player in the NFL. Everybody wanted him. Um, we were drooling over him. And now, you know, we don't even want to discuss, you know, the situation <laughs> going on. I mean, it's just, he's, he's fallen that far. And, and to be honest with you, Richard, yeah, in these in these situations and in these instances, I just want to block these things out. And the best way to block things out for me is I throw on some stunner shades. I throw on some sunglasses. And Richard, we got a new sponsor this week, and it's Canon sunglasses. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger. Not to mention they have an Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Hmm. If you go to Canon.com, you can use their exclusive code CanonCast15. That's K-A-E-N-O-N Cast15 at canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's Canon Cast 15. Get those stunner shades. Get hey, those man, glasses. Look, you know Walk what? Out I, all I, this I, noise. I tell you something, I could have used a pair of those today because the sun glare was in my eyes while I was driving today. Now, hey. now we 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 talk about that it came out today that Sam Darnold from the Jets was traded to the the Carolina Panthers. And I'm wondering if, if this is a result of his stock going down, is this a result of, of the coaching staff not really seeing that he's going to be, you know, the legitimate future of, of the Jets? Or I don't know. What, 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 what have you heard? What, what, do you, what do you think? Well, it definitely answers the question for me. It, were the Jets going to do anything else with that number two pick? Um, were they going to trade the number two pick? Were they going to take, you know, some weird thing? Were they going to take someone that they thought the Niners wanted? You know, I mean, this this kind of answers some questions for me is like, okay, I know for a fact with the number two pick, the Jets are taking a quarterback. All right. So for as a 49er, so as a 49er fan sitting in the three position, I know that uh, two quarterbacks are coming off the board. Um, so that's what it does tell me. It does tell me that uh, the Jets are going to are rebuilding for for the future and mm -hmm. and they're looking for a new quarterback. And Sam Darnold wasn't it. And I think everybody kind of knew Sam Darnold wasn't it because there was a lot of talk that he was you know going to be moving around. So um, 
it's interesting he ended up in Carolina, but uh, we'll see. But now we know the Jets are taking a quarterback. So uh, who's it going to be? That's that's the real question. Okay. All right. So it also came out today that um, you remember our good friend from the Celtics, Paul Pierce. I, you know what? I just read this story to my wife and she said, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So Paul, apparently Paul Pierce got fired from ESPN today yep. Yep. Uh, because he went on Instagram live uh, with a bunch of strippers in the background. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I just like, I just don't get it. Like, I, you know, I'm a nobody right mm -hmm. uh, in life, but I well, have no, no, wait a minute, Matt. You're not a nobody in life. You're not, well, you okay. know, I'm a somebody, but I'm, you know, yeah. I'm not Paul Pierce, but, but you know what I mean? I have a lot to lose. Like, I'm not going to do something that's going to look poorly upon my family, you know, mm -hmm. the people I work with, mm -hmm. you know, and it trickles on down the kids that I coach and mm -hmm. little league, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so it just blows my mind that like, and, and this is someone that just has a lot more to lose. Now, again, I'm all about people enjoying themselves and having fun and do what you want in, in your life. Do what you want. Like if this is what Paul Pierce wants to do, like I have, I do not care. Hmm. It just may not be a good idea to be blasting it to the on, world. On Instagram um, of all places. Okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. I think what it really comes down to is this. I, I think, I think that, 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 you know, when you are a Paul Pierce and you have this much money and, you know, you've been celebrated as, as a star in your craft for as long as you have, you know, sometimes your ego can become bigger than yourself. And I think in this particular case, this is what happened. I think his ego just got so stretched that he just figured out, well, hey, I got money, I got time, I can do whatever I want. But what he forgot is that, you know, ESPN has an image, okay? And their image is very important. It's, it's what allows uh them to make the revenue they make so when you tarnish their image it's like oh okay well guess what you want to do that that's fine however you can't work for espn anymore okay <laughs> that's it so, so that, that's kind of what happened but are you surprised but are you surprised because paul pierce had an image too and paul pierce wasn't the image of a good it's not like espn was hiring steph curry right, right. when they hired <laughs> paul pierce they knew what they were getting you know what i mean so it's it, I don't know, man. It's, it, it's just, it's an unfortunate situation and it could have all been avoided, you know? Um, yeah, it could have been avoided, but, I, but I think, story. But, but I also think that's where clarity becomes so important. Okay. Because when you hire a person, you know, you have to think about one, you know, this is in, in most cases going to be a pay by performance or at will position. Okay. So that being said, you have to consider, okay, I'm hiring this person because of what they can bring to what we're doing. Okay. However, okay. That person needs to know and understand that, Hey, your image. Okay. Has to be, has to be as clean as our image. Otherwise you can't gel with us. Okay. I think that's was not, was not told to Paul Pierce. I thought Paul Pierce thought he can, he could, you know, do his, his, his private life out loud in the open where everybody can see it and still work at ESPN. And it's like, well, no, you can't. <laughs> okay. So, and that's the reason why they, he got served his walking papers today. But I also think that you don't just find this in the Paul Pierce's. You find this throughout, you know, uh, the, the fame and, and, and popularity uh, crowd. You've seen it happen all over the place across the country. I mean, you get, you know, uh, 
news reporters, people who are famous in, in their craft, all of a sudden it comes out that, you know, they're doing this, or they got their hand in a cookie jar there, and now all of a sudden, guess what? They ain't doing what they're doing anymore. I mean, I was I was shocked when Matt Lawyer lost his position because of what he did. I was like, are you kidding? This guy's been on the morning show for, uh, I don't know how many years, and all of a sudden come to find out he's he's <laughs> getting, getting you know, accused of sexual harassment. I'm like, what? You know, that was just... That was just something, and, and they showed him, you know, on his last day in the office, packing up his stuff, put it in a box. I was like, wow, just like that. And he's gone. He's no longer representing NBC. Well, and, and it just goes, I mean, it just goes to show that, like, one bad choice, you know, or one bad decision um, can can do a lot of harm, not only for yourself, but for other people. Uh, other people will be hurt by it, especially if you're a public figure. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why, you know, I'm always you know, very, very careful as, as to, to where I put, um, you know, my, my athletes or, or the people that I look up to in the sports world mm -hmm, is where mm -hmm. I put them. And, and I, I look at them as, um, as great athletes, right. That have mm -hmm. done great accomplishments athletically. Um, but they may not all be the people that I'm getting my moral compass from. Right. Now, exactly. I am exactly. very, I am very, very, very proud, um, of the, um, uh, rehabilitation that the NFL, and the NBA have done in the last 10 or 15 years of their image um, because you are, you are getting, I think we are getting more players like Steph Curry, like LeBron James, you know, that actually understand uh, the consequences of making those maybe one bad choice choices mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. one bad decision mm -hmm. and how it could affect a, a, a gajillion people because of the influence they have. And those are two guys that, in my opinion, that are trying to do it the right way. Um, and we do need to, I think, acknowledge those guys um, and, and applaud them for trying to do it the right way and setting the example and setting the bar a little bit higher. Well, I, I think on the other end, though, we also have to remember this much. At the other end, there's, there's the, the players and athletes that we see that are you know underneath the, the lights and underneath the camera's eye you know, for the time that we see them. And then there's who they are in real life. And none of us really know who they are in real life. I mean, I, I you know, basically followed Michael Jordan's career for years because I was just enamored of the way this dude could play. It was amazing. I never seen anything like it. But then as time went on, I got to know Michael Jordan, the person. And I started to realize, you know what? Michael Jordan, the person is not a guy I think I want to hang out with. You know what I mean? He's, he's, you know, very, very, you know, about, you know, it, it's all about Mike. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, you know what? That, that That's probably not the guy I want to hang out with because... Did you really want your kids to grow up and be like Mike? Um, now, I, I, you I know, want I, him I, to be like Mike the basketball player, yes. But my, maybe not to be like Mike the person. Right, right. Okay, with that, we are going to have to shut it down, okay? And if you've been listening and you've been watching, I hope you enjoyed this. And I know because you're here. So, like I always say... You can come here, you can put your feet up. You can have yourself a drink if you want to. But if you do, remember, he's Matt, none the wiser wise. I'm Richard the Razor Ewing, and this is Game Face. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.